You know, in just a few moments time, uh, our service is going to come to an end. And uh, as we draw to a conclusion this morning, uh, you know, there'll be an opportunity for us to maybe just continue on in quiet reflection here or to move out into the foyer for some hot crust buns. But it seems appropriate in, in moments just like this that we remind ourselves of that which is truly most important. You know, within the Scriptures, there are 26 words that you might say are simple enough to memorize, but they are solid enough that they have stood the test of time. They contain within the Gospel of John these 26 words. Quite possibly, uh, they are the words that uh, are some of the most significant words in all of Scripture. And take away all the other words of Scripture and these 26 words stand like Mount Everest reminding us of the unwavering and the unconditional, the amazing love of God. And what are those words? Well, the words that Jesus spoke to Nicodemus in that moment when he said, For God so loved the world, that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. It seems appropriate, doesn't it, that uh, on this day in which we call Good Friday, that we we take a moment to think maybe just a little bit more deeper about those 26 words, those 26 words of hope. See, as we think about them today, you see, these words, they tell us that God, the one who was and is and who always will be, for God so loved the world. And I want that to sink in for just a moment. Just those words, for God so loved the world. I mean, did God actually love us because we first expressed our love in Him? No, that's not what these words are saying. In fact, while we were still far from God, when we weren't expressing our love to Him, we are told, Jesus told Nicodemus, for God, Yahweh, God so loved the world. See, the Bible tells us that Almighty God left His throne in heaven and He entered into our world because of love. He left everything that He had because of love. He put on human flesh and came and dwelt with us because of love. And some 2,000 years ago, He walked up a hill towards Calvary and He was nailed on a cross for the sins of the world because of love. You may have heard those words before. You may have heard those 26 words. You know, for Nicodemus and some of his contemporaries on that day, the thought that God so loved the world, it was a radical thought. For them, they knew that God loved Israel, but loved the world? Maybe to us today, uh, that's still a bit of a radical thought. We think, well, well, God, surely He loves me. You know, I'm a good person. But God reminds us again on this Good Friday that uh, His Son Jesus, you know, He died for God so loved the world. He loves everyone. He loves the civilized and He loves the uncivilized. He loves the conservatives and the fundamentalists and He loves the progressives. He loves the preachers, but He also loves the drug lords and the gamblers and the murderers and the prostitutes and even those that might be struggling with their sexual identity. Why is that? Well, the Scripture tells us that God loves all. 
He loves all people. He loves all colors. He loves all individuals. He loves all people. It doesn't matter what social background you might come from because God loves all. But these 26 words say something more to us as well too. See, they communicate to us today that God didn't just feel the the pain of this broken world. God didn't just kind of look out across humanity and go, oh, gee, they're in a lot of trouble. God was willing to do something about what he felt. And that's what Jesus communicated to Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. He gave this world Jesus. Now think about that. I mean, that's a radical thought. That God would give up His one and only Son, His begotten Son. I mean, it's worth reminding ourselves why He did that. See, the Scriptures tell us that every human being is sinful and that the wage of our sin is death. And what was God's solution to our trouble, to our sin? Well, it was sending His Son. That was the solution from the beginning of time. God had a solution. It was the gift of His Son. You go all the way back into the book of Genesis and you see God beginning to kind of work out His plan. And some 2,000 years ago, that's what He did. Emmanuel, God with us, God in flesh, God the solution to the problem of humanity. See, that's the good news of Easter. It's the Easter story. That's what we celebrate. That's what gathers people together on this day in which really for Jesus was a terrible day, but for us it was Good Friday. Paul kind of captures the essence of this in his words, in his letter to the, uh, to the Romans. He said, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. In other words, the one who knew no sin became sin for us. He became sin so that we might experience the forgiveness of our sins and that we might uh, experience this right relationship with God, that we might come safely home to Him. See, that's why we call this day Good Friday. God didn't just feel the pain of humanity, He was willing to do something about it. And He gave His Son. But there's something else in this phrase. You see, these 26 words, they also remind us today of the the wide reach, of the wide welcome of God. Now, Jesus said to Nicodemus, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, that word, that one word, that phrase, or you guys say that phrase, whoever believes in him, it unfurls itself like a flag once again this Easter to remind ourselves of God's uh, wide welcome. You might call it His whoever policy that He extends to an entire world and not just to a few select people. Now, Jesus spoke about this truth on numerous occasions throughout His ministry, but a little later in His conversation with Nicodemus, He went on to say to him, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. See, that just simply tells us today that no one, not a single person in all of humanity is exempt from the wide reach of God's. See, God's love is inclusive. It's given to everybody. But you must believe in Jesus. You see, to believe in Jesus means to to reach out, to hold on to, to cling to. We must believe in Jesus. 
God loved the world, but the world cannot receive or, in, or benefit from His love unless it believes in Jesus. And finally, these 26 words, you see, they remind us, they, 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 these 26 words of Jesus, they give us a wonderful promise of divine deliverance. No status too low, no sin too great. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but will have eternal life. In other words, it was a, it's a description. Jesus is giving a description that God's love is a love that will not let us go. So what do those 26 words of hope mean to you in this Easter season? On this day that we hold up as Good Friday, what do they mean for you? You see, on, on this day, those 26 words, they serve as an incredible reminder of God's amazing love for all of us. No matter where, where we might find ourselves today, whether we are still searching, whether we've just come to faith in Jesus, whether we've been on this journey for a long period of time, these words remind us for God to love the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but will have every, uh, eternal life. And on this day, these 26 words, they shine like a beacon of hope, a light into what was a very dark day, reminding us of the inexhaustible lengths to which God's redemption can reach. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And that love still reaches out today. It reaches out to those of us in this room and online who, who are wondering whether, could God really love me? Could God, could God love me in spite of what I've done? Or could God continue to keep loving me even though I've acknowledged Him in spite of the things that maybe I've done? And those 26 words of hope, they sit out there reminding us that the answer is yes, for God so loved the world that He gave. Would you join me as I pray and give thanks to God for the gift of His Son? Father, on this day in which we call Good Friday, we thank you again for the gift of your son Jesus. The gifts that cost him his life, but the gift that brought us our life. And we are so grateful for that today. Father, I, I pray today for people that are hearing this message, this reminder, these 26 words of hope as we begin to lean into this Easter season as we think about what you have done for us through your son, Jesus. Father, we thank you for that gift. But Father, I pray for anyone that might be here or might be watching today, that if they, they don't know your son, Jesus, this is the day for them to embrace the gift of Jesus. God, help them by your spirit to understand who your son is and what he has done for them. Father, for those whom this very Easter is their, their first Easter of really knowing who you are. Father, I thank you for the way in which you, you removed that veil of darkness and you helped them to see who your son is.
And Father, for the rest of us who maybe have been on that journey just a little bit longer, where we are, we are moved once again by your amazing grace, your incredible mercy. Father, may it not be lost on us again this Easter. May it compel us to live in such a way as, as your followers, as followers of your son, Jesus, that it would compel us to live with purpose in light of the cross. Father, we praise you this morning. May this day be a day of great reflection that moves us with great emotion. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen.